And hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's weekly Yes Am podcast. I am Travis Thomas. I'm not coming to you from the closet recording studio or from the Toyota Prius. I am coming to you from the St. Louis train station here, waiting to get on the train to go up to Chicago for a couple of days. But I still have time to post this week's Yes And podcast. I'm so excited to uh, to have this podcast with a dear good friend of mine. His name is Perry Toll. He is the creator of Godayo.com, and uh, he is all about modern parenting, especially for you modern-day dads out there who find yourself uh, balancing career, working from home, and uh, being a much more involved parent. But as you will see from our discussion, we get into topics that are much more uh, broader than just uh, <clears throat> parenting for dads, as well as just relationships, personal health, uh, in general, including uh, this great tool that he has come up with uh, for us to take care of ourselves. And uh, I have it. I'm going to be using it this summer, and I'm really pumped about it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Perry and I went to college together, and uh, he's a uh, an animation uh, designer, uh, storyteller, and uh, he just does fantastic work. And so I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Also a reminder that uh, you can still get my book on Amazon, Three Words for Getting Unstuck, Live Yes And on Amazon. And starting July 10th will be the next Get Unstuck in 10 Days program. You can go to my events page on liveyesand.com to sign up for that. So that is it. Have a wonderful day, guys, and enjoy today's Yes And podcast. And welcome, everyone, to episode 76 of the weekly Yap, the Yes And podcast, number 76. And uh, what a pleasure for me to get to uh, interview a a friend and uh, a friend who I've known for a long time since college and who's has done and continues to do some really inspiring and amazing work. And we're going to talk about that work today. And it's called Godayo. And we're going to jump into that. But first, Perry Toll, welcome to the Weekly Yap. Thanks, Travis. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on. And, you know, the last couple of years, well, I I think it's this past winter, we took a trip out to Colorado, and I think the the time before that was five years. Was it five years in between trips? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right? And so you and I are like on a five-year pattern, Perry, where we see each other catch up, but I think we've we've stayed in contact beyond that. But uh, uh, it's always a nice excuse to, to catch up with you when we're out in Boulder, Colorado. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So Perry, we're here to talk about, first of all, you and Godayo. And for the listeners out there, uh, tell everyone, give us your, your elevator pitch for Godayo. Godayo is a an animation uh, episodes that you can catch on godaya.com or on YouTube, and I'm pushing out on various social media channels. And it was birthed out of this idea that these days dads are doing what I say two to ten times more hands-on work at home, domestic work with kids, caring for the home, being at home, than the dads uh, than our dads did. So there's this massive shift within a generation within one generation um and most of the guys that i speak to would you typically agree they said oh and my leading question is did your dad change diapers <laughs> and they and they usually say hell no right you know so, so, and it's, it has some passion behind it you know so there's um so 
it's just an interesting time. And so I, I wanted to use my communication skill set, which is more video, more animation, to kind of bring some awareness around this, try to kind of get some dialogue uh, around it between guys. I think, you know, we all know that men sometimes don't really want to talk about what's going on. They may not even be aware of what what's going on. And suddenly they find themselves in a position where they're at home uh, for various reasons. Lots of times women are just working more, which is great. And, and guys are coming home to to participate in, in the home life. And I think ultimately our children are going to benefit from seeing more of the male and, and the female, the feminine and the masculine qualities. Um, so I wanted to use animation as a way of communicating because that's kind of my skill set. And, um, you know, a lot of guys will do podcasts. Some guys are really good uh, with improv. I happen to know one. I don't, I, I don't know anybody in those first two categories, but keep going. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for something to, to resonate with me. <laughs> and, uh, but you are a hands-on dad. I've seen it. I put on a good like show. Every, I put like on a good show day. in public. I do. <laughs> That's all a stage. <laughs> um, so, uh, and and the other thing that I'd like to bring to that is, um, so so I should say, you know, I put out these animations um, once once a week. Sometimes they come out once every two weeks, and a lot of them are really heavy on kind of the self-development mm-hmm. side of things because I think in order to be a good parent, to be a good husband, partner, provider, you you have to take care of yourself, right? You can't burn yourself out. And no one wants to a lifeguard to be unrested and uh, uncoordinated or out of shape, right? right? He's not going to be able to save you. So if you're going to be a father – or a provider, you you want to make sure your mental, emotional, physical, social gunk is out of the way, and you're feeling resourced. Um, so that's that was my whole plan with Godayo, and um, we can dive in a little deeper. You've probably got a follow up question. No, I'm done. That's it. That's uh, that's <laughs> okay. all I've got. So go Thank to uh, Godayo.com. <laughs> no, okay. So obviously, this is a a project that has come out of your own sort of personal experience. So what does your, what does your situation look like? What's, what's the family like for Perry look like? I started, uh, let's see, I've got a 13 year old and a nine year old girls. And, um, when they, when the first one came around, I was doing the typical kind of nine to five, um, office had an office i was had my own freelancing design and digital design business and and some of that was animation and iphone app mobile app design and things like that and then after 10 years of kind of and i would i would be hands-on i just wasn't around that much um but when i came home i was still like i said 10 times more involved than than most fathers um before us um the generation behind so what happened is is my wife Jennifer, after ten years of kind of being that the lead on raising these babies, she she there came a point where she's like, look, this is I'm not cut out for this anymore, and yeah. I need I need you to participate a little bit more or a lot more, and it and so eventually I 
it came it came to a point where I came home and I started doing a lot of the work. Um, and for a short period of time, you know, it, it, it felt like 80-20. I was doing 80% of the domestic kind of working with the kids. And, and at one point we were homeschooling one of our daughters. And it was, it was great because I could be in a place where Jen could build back up again. And there were a number of things that led up to that. But basically, I was home um, a ton. And all of a sudden, I felt like a total uh, loser. Because I think there's this stigma, right, that you have to be a hero and come in bringing home the bacon and and you've got – and you're crushing it you, you know, at work and you're this – superstar and then you come home and you come in you know daddy's home and it just didn't (laughs) and so you don't i didn't and before there was that sense of belonging that sense of purpose when you have clients that love your work or they hate your work but at least there's like this adult interaction and then they say thank you and then they say here's a big check or small check you know and this so there's this inner interaction and all of a sudden you come home and and, and what happened, right? right? And um, and and these days you've got. I read a statistic: it was seventeen percent of parents with small children. Seventy percent of them are dads, full-time stay-at-home dads. Wow. Um. So and that number is just going to continue to grow. Um. So for me, it was um a good two years of of that trying to figure out who i was and um it was re- it was really because i had built myself up in this in this other area and you, and you take that away and and i don't <laughs> like who am i so there was this one particular book called backbone written by david wagner who it kind of lit me up at, a, at the right time and i did a lot of journaling around that and um, or a lot of journaling around purpose. And as Jen became stronger, I was in a place to say it, it came to a place where I could start working again. But I didn't want to go back to where I was because I, I'd come, kind of come and I'd seen this because mm-hmm. I've been talking to a lot of other guys, too. And they're saying, yeah, I it's totally weird. I'm, I'm hands. I like it, but it's really hard. It's foreign to me. We didn't have role models for this. A lot of us didn't have role models for it. You know, they say the men, the generation before us, they had a laser-like focus on their careers. And when they came home, they could kind of hang out. A lot of them, a lot of them just right. hang out. Right. Or they go play tennis or, you know, whatever, or go bowling or whatever they wanted to do. Um, but fortunately, we get to be a part of this new, this new scene. So I decided to do uh, a to combine my love of communication through animation, storytelling, and this newfound interest in what I call modern-day fathering, modern-day parenting, and all the complexities that that brings, and and create. And I read a book called Content Marketing Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, well, it's just content marketing. Um, content Marketing Inc. I believe is the company. Who, is the guy who wrote it. It's his company. And it says, you know, if you want to get into some, in an area where, 
where you're blogging or you're video blogging. And in my case, it's animation blogging, which nobody really talks about. It's kind of how I separate myself from the it's a little little niche there. Yeah, little niche. So you take what you love, right? And you take what you're good at, and you combine the two. You can picture those little circles coming together, the, Travis. Those concentric up. circles, Perry. Yeah, and when they join in the middle, you have that sweet spot. That's what that's what he calls it. It's a lot of people call it. Yeah, and that's where you figure out, and that's how Go, Godayo was born. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> well, it's interesting. Uh, you're you're talking about sort of the identity crisis of the modern day man. Yeah. And uh, there's, you know, go back a, you know, a generation, one generation ago, generation, maybe two generations. Yeah. And it seemed that the roles were, were much more clearly defined. Not that mm-hmm. that was right, <laughs> but, yeah. they, but they were, you know, but they were clearly defined. And so, you know, we find ourselves as a society now in this interesting spot where um, – Men are sort of used to the one role, just as women were, what, whether they were used to it, you know, but there was, it was a defined role. And now, you know, each, you know, husbands are coming home, mothers are going out, and it's that finding that right, that right balance, that right recipe. But at the end of the day, you know, you talked about purpose and, you know, and, and value, you know, uh, with, with the work that you're doing and, and when you start to change that role, you know, you change your identity. Therefore, we can kind of have a sense of, well, who am I? Who am I if I'm not the the, the provider? Who if I, who am yeah. I if I'm not in my professional network? And, you right. know, for women, who am I if I'm not just a caregiver? And who mm-hmm. am I? And And it's interesting with the work that you're doing. I know it started off with being sort of dad-driven and male-driven. But I, I see, especially yeah. once we start to talk about the the up-level tracker, I think the bigger ramifications is uh, is for, for both sexes, for men and women, uh, for husbands and wives, uh, for mom yeah. and dad to just to really get a clear sense of, of what that what that true identity is, uh, which isn't attached to work and it's not attached to home. Right. And right. yeah, and so as you've been sort of diving diving into this, what's the transformation been like for you? It's, um, I, th- I think getting a lot more in touch with, uh, a greater, yeah, a greater sense of, of who I am. And, and there's, you know, and starting out my mornings in a really kind of militaristic, um, that's a strong word. It's, it's very scheduled. And so, cause I, in our household, when the sun sets, everybody gets a little weird and they and they and they kind of are you vampires? What's going on? We might be. They're, they're <laughs> demons. The demons start to fester a little bit, and uh-huh. like some of the like my girls will. Um, oh my, my! My toenail hurts, and I look up. Yep, the sun just set. You know, and all these things happen. So, <laughs> so I think what happens at at night is is a lot of those things start to fester. I think for a lot of people who deal with depression it kind of starts to come in at that time so what we do in our house is like all right we're just not going to do the night thing we're going to do the morning thing Mm. so a lot of us are um my wife is in bed really early i'm in bed pretty early and we and so we take those two hours of vampire 
Travis, if you really want to call it that. <laughs> it's your next. It's it's the next project, Perry. Yeah, it's the next animation. Yeah. Dio is the little character, um, so he'll have this next animation. Will have little fangs and yes. a little black cape. I'll be looking for it. Yeah. All right. And so we're we're shifting that those hours, those awake hours, to before sun sunrise, and so. To answer your question, in, in doing a meditation work and doing an exercise work or a yoga um, work, and, um, it's it kind of gets you get rid of those demons that tell you that are trying to tell you that you need to be this provider who's out in the business world crushing it, right? That mm-hmm. that somehow, in order to feel a sense of self worth, that I need to be. Um, hiring all these wonderful people and creating all these wonderful products that's that heal the world and if i'm not that guy i can still find a sense of peace so the whole morning routine is about getting that getting my feet on the ground and understanding that i'm already perry and perry can thrive and whether I'm um, unloading the dishwasher for the third time that day or whether I'm making an awesome connection um, with an audience um, or whether I'm sharing the up-level tracker with a group of men, um, which we can get into Mm -hmm. later too. So, um, yeah, did that answer the question? Yeah, yeah. And so if you don't don't mind sharing, I know you you mentioned meditation and yoga. What What does that morning routine look like for you? It usually starts around, this morning started at 4, and sometimes it starts at 5, which sounds early, but if you go to bed at 9 or 10, it's not that early. Right. right? It's just a shift. Um, and sometimes I'll just, at the moment, I'm following this one woman named uh, Kia Miller on yogaglobe.com. And so that's what I'm on right now, and that always shifts. And she she's a Kundalini yoga mm-hmm. uh, instructor, and this stuff is weird. Okay, I, <laughs> a lot of people aren't familiar with Kundalini yoga, but if you do become familiar, you're gonna it, you, it's gonna be one of those things like, wow, I'm really uncomfortable just watching this, let alone participating. In it. I think I'm gonna do something. I think I'm gonna go for a walk and listen to the birds. Um, <laughs> And then the other thing I've been doing for a long time is just the, the whole, and and this sounds goofy too, beachbody.com, which is the worst name. I think it should be should be called something like strength training or something. Oh, come on. Be- beach Beachbody's selling a lot more copies, Barry. <laughs> yeah, where you live. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to Miami Beach, and you, if you don't have a beach body... You're gonna you're gonna need the up level tracker to. <laughs> there you go. It just, of, what you need is a yeah. You need a, a partnership with them. Is what you need. With with who? With Beachbody. So if you yeah. get, if you don't have the beach, you need the up level tracker. Right. Oh, that's right. It's gonna be one or the other, or or both. Or both. It's a package yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's um and that's my exercise routine because uh, it's just quick. It's simple. It's twenty minutes to forty minutes. And then I'm done. You're right. um, so it's it's kind of those two things, and and sometimes 
what's funny too with yogaglow.com is they're all the guy who wrote backbone or the which is that book that i mentioned earlier he also happens to be a meditation instructor on yoga glow which just is a coincidence oh interesting okay yeah maybe it's divine intervention travis we don't question these things barry (laughs) um so that's kind of my more, and, and so I surrounded myself with kind of the, the good vibration, and it comes all comes from the little laptop, you know. There's no kind of big, big thing about it. Um, yeah. And so you've Just got that. To use the resources that are already available. Yeah. So the up the upper level tracker is part of that, and and so the upper level tracker is this this thing. It's just a chart, really simple. I've got it here right in front of me, Perry. Oh, nice. I do. Did you steal that from a book from Barnes and Noble? Did I steal the up level tracker? You must have bought it from Barnes and Noble. I'm just kidding. No. I sent it to Travis. Yes, you did. He did. That's the the benefits of being Perry's friend is that you get your own personal up level tracker. Yep. Uh, so it's filled out already. It's uh yeah. I mean, if, if there's <laughs> such thing as a perfect score, I think that's uh, I think I've got it. Uh, so um, nice. I've nice. got uh, every category check marked every day for the last ninety days. Is that is that a good thing? I'm, I'm not sure. You tell me. That's impressive. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. So the up-level tracker, I've got it right in front of me here, and actually, uh, uh, full transparency, I have not started it yet, but on purpose, because uh, my goal is to start it July first. Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. You mentioned that. Yep. So I, I actually have it with my bag here because you know I'll be leaving town here in the week. Um, so yes, this is going to be this is going to start July first for me. And awesome. uh, so I'm pumped about it. But for the listeners out there, uh, it's a great little sort of spiral bound. Um, it's 90 days. Each page is a day. Uh, there's a space at the top for a journal entry. And then the second page is a chart uh, for, uh, for Sunday through Saturday. So, um, and then under each day, there's a little uh, circle where for uh, there's meditate, pray, journal, lift, cardio, stretch, yoga, nourish yourself, meet with friends, purposeful work, quality family time, read slash learn, and connect with partner and a space for other. And then you got, obviously you can check off uh, whichever ones you did for the day and then tally your score for the day. And uh, by the end of the week, you can look at your entire week and see how you did from day to day. And obviously you can look at that for, for over 90 days. So Perry, I think it, I think it's, it's fantastic. What has it been like um, as you have, uh, have used, have you, as you have used it for yourself? Um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's such a basic thing, right? Anyone with a piece of paper and a pencil or a rock and a tree could, could do something like this. Um, true, true. A little more labor so, intensive. Yeah. But yeah, in, in terms of just like checking the boxes, there's something about that for certain types of people where it feels good to be like, yay. I did this for myself. Um, and so what I'm finding, the, the, we have a Facebook group, which you're going to be a part of. Yeah, I need to be um, a part of that group, right? Yes. Uh, and, and I will invite you. The, um, the uh, Facebook group, we call it the Up Level Trackers group. And what's neat about that is at the end of the week, you can take a picture of your chart and say, this is where I didn't do so well, and this is where I'd like to do better. And some guys are offering some ideas and what works for them. And and I think for certain types of guys who just need that 
one extra push to say for accountability or camaraderie that it that it's helpful um and for me i think i have a little animation on my website too that that kind of points this out and there are certain days where you you're if you feel a little off and um and for some people may know exactly why but for other people who maybe aren't keyed in or self-aware enough to realize why they may be off um this it can be a nice way to go back and and take a look at if you're diligent enough to check things off every night and say well i missed you know i haven't really met with any friends in a really long time right and that and for most of us and for me that is you know i just happen to look down and see that one but that that's a big one if you're not connecting with people because we we're so good at isolating ourselves in our walls with our internet that you can look back and say why don't I try and and meet with somebody and see how that feels and then maybe over time over the 90 days you pick up that habit uh, whereas you, maybe you wouldn't have been aware of the, you needing that shift yeah no a- absolutely and what I love about this is that you know, sort of the the evolution of the work that you're doing is this is it's you know it's not gender specific. It's not even really role specific. You know, this isn't just a a dad's thing or a mom's thing. Yeah. Uh, you can you know anyone listening could absolutely sort of apply this to their life, no matter who they are, because you're you're essentially talking about activities that, like you said, take care of you, right? I always I call those the you know oxygen activities. Mm-hmm. The activities that we need to breathe, you know, just like the lifeguard, we need to be at their full health. You know, we need yeah. to be at our full health if we are going to be um, able to best provide and, and support everyone in our life. And so each of these, I look at your list, each of these is an oxygen activity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's probably a matter of, you know, someone having to do all of them, but but like, but like identifying yeah. identifying what are those key core activities that you know that when you do consistently over time, uh, mm-hmm. they allow you to show up at your best. Yeah. Yeah, and I think when I used to think about these 11 things, and you know there are other things in there, like drink water, mm-hmm. which some of us forget to do, especially those of us living at 5,000 feet, because we don't have water coming in through our skin. And- You're talking about yourself now, right? Yes. Okay, good. Um, um, yeah. Because I'm, you're at sea level. I'm squarely. You're just, you're just drinking water. I, I am. I'm actually, skin. yes, I'm perspiring on the keyboard as we talk <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're hydrated. Um, so there are, you know, there. that's why we added an, an other, and there's two spaces there. So maybe for somebody else, it's, um, I forget some of the other things you you could even put in there. It could. It could be. Uh, 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 what's a good one, Travis? I don't know. Travis's book. I don't know. Yeah, improvise. Uh, say oh, yes right. and. I don't know. These are just coming to me off the yeah. top of my head. Um, uh, no. Yeah. One that came to me was laugh. Right. You know. Yeah. To make sure that you had a comedic moment. You know, once a day. Mm-hmm. How. Uh, um, right. How healing that is. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure we could come up with a ton, but but the ones that you have are you know are pretty clear cut that if if you if you are making these a priority in your life, you're setting yourself up, you know, for, yeah. for some good days. Yeah. Yeah. What, where I was going with that was um, 
this idea that with, with certain things, you know, everyone's talking about just do this once a day and you'll be fine. Just do this once a day. Yeah, it probably started 100 years ago and said an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Sure. And, th- and then from there, it just <laughs> snowballed. <laughs> so now we have a thousand things we're supposed to do every day. To, right. And, it, and right. it's kind of like uh, it's adds more. There's more stress there, more anxiety for to try and get to all these things than than it is for just the things by themselves. So I said, all right, we're just going to focus on 11. And really for many, and for me, sometimes I'm just going to focus on three. Sure. You know, and, and the other things, I'm just going to cross them out because right now just looking at 11 is overwhelming. Um, I'm just going to meet with friends or I'm just going to nourish myself. I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to stop eating after seven, whatever it is, and just do that. And then the next week you can add to it. So that was a really big part of it was how do I make this whole thing up-leveling, self-care, or whatever it is for you, not feel, um, not make me feel worse. Yeah. Well, I think interestingly, too, is I think you talk about the stress that people feel when it feels like we're always having to add more things to our day. And that in itself, even if they're good things, we're like, well, now we're stressed out more because there's more things we have to do. Mm-hmm. But if we start to look at the list and we start to, again, we, if we prioritize some of these things, mm-hmm. what, we, what we have to do at the same time is actually question some of the things or some of the ways that we are giving a lot of our time to, mm-hmm. which actually might not be up-leveling our lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, you know, like, you know, an example, like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, watching a TV show. But mm-hmm. if we're addicted to binge-watching four or five episodes a night— um, mm-hmm. there, that might be worth looking at, you know, and going, huh, maybe, yeah. if I, maybe if I did less of this, that gives me more time for, for any of the number of things that are on that list. And mm-hmm. knowing that those take care of us. You know, again, there's nothing wrong with a binge watching a few shows here and there, but are we using that as an escape? Uh, or, um, yeah, or, or are we using that as a way to actually uh, prevent ourselves from, from really taking care of ourselves? Yeah. And what you could do, you could even put on on here on the other category, say, I'm going to do things that like binge watch or I'm going to have a chocolate cake on Thursday and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Right. 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 No guilt pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, as long as it's not like you said, every day or every night, you know, so it's the guilt thing that that can make. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's good. Absolutely. Well, let's go back real quick to I want I want you to talk about um, the ebook, which for those of you guys listening, if you go to godio.com, which is Perry's site, and that's G-O-D-I-Y-O.com. And I'm going to have you explain that in a minute, Perry. But um, on his website, you can download the free ebook, uh, which is Why Modern Dads Change Diapers. So was this sort of the the start of the whole project for you, Perry? No, well, the ebook kind of came out of one of the, it's one of those things where um, we have a Travis and I have a mutual friend who's uh, kind of a, an internet marketing guy. And he said, "Well, you're gonna. It's helpful to have some kind of promo so that you can start to 
build a following that way, meaning something you can download. Right. Um, so the book kind of came out of that. And I said, well, be, this is a great excuse to actually say that I wrote a book. So the book is like 24 pages long and it's mostly pictures, which is what I'm better at, I think. Um, so that's what it came out of. But uh, all the thinking that I've been doing around modern parenting, that's kind of where this came from. And I and one person said, well, you're kind of like a cultural anthropologist, meaning that I like to look back and t- throughout time and say, well, how did these things shift? And, and that's really what this book does. It, the chapters are um, one, two, and three, but e- each page has its different type of father. And there's the caveman dad, the hunter and gather dad, the patriarchal dad, the factory dad, the soldier dad, the office dad. And then I call there's this big bang of fathering that happened. Well, all these things kind of came together. And then the modern dad was was born. And a lot of that was women in the workplace. It was World War II. It was urbanization, which pulled us away from the extended family. So grandma and grandpa or grandma isn't helping out as much anymore. Um, dads are going off into the factory so moms are completely isolated. Dad's not around. Grandma's mm-hmm. not around. Mm-hmm. And then the poop kind of hits the face. Can I say, I can't say the yes. Oh, I don't you can, say right? You, yeah. I could. I, but but I think everyone knows now. Everyone knows. They know that I, but, I yeah. poop. Yeah, poop. yeah, yeah. They can just, they can insert the real yeah. word there. Yes. Right. <laughs> so this, this whole shift, you know, hit women much, much harder than anybody. Um, and so in the feminist movement, came you know came around and brought things back into balance and then it kind of goes on from there so that's that's the gist of the book what happened and where are we now and how can we go forward yeah no i love it and i know i I was actually gracious enough to to see sort of an early rendition of it and uh, i thought the way that you you captured all of the the progression and the evolution i think is fantastic um and you know like you said it's not a matter of of sort of uh, criticizing sort of our generation or generations before it was, you know, it it kind of grew out of, it grew out of the times and it grew out of necessity, but, and, but just kind of seeing where we are now and getting back. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's really getting back to uh, a more integrated family uh, system that we, that we had many, many years ago, like you said, before all this happened, where, Um, where where you had multi, uh, multiple generations living under one roof, which meant you had culture and history being passed down passed down through generations under the same roof. Right. Um, you know, even the school system, and, and you look at where we are now. You know, it's like, you know, one or both parents go off each day. Kids are in school all day. Uh, mm-hmm. When when parents become senior age, they get put in nursing homes. It's like everyone is siloed off into their own separate part of the community. Mm-hmm. And just just leaving, you know, uh, uh, just losing that sense of of connection, and um, yep. which, yeah, which whether we know it or not, just just tears at us individually. Yeah, I recently bought this dot com. It's uh, tribe again dot com. Oh, I like I that. Done, I haven't done anything with it, but it, but yeah, it's how do we? Travis, you're kind of been a pro at that, watching you with your kids at home and you and your wife kind of trying to balance that, that, um, you've got a lot, you've got a lot to offer in that area, actually. Well, uh, the the balancing act. 
Yeah, it is. It is. It is a balancing act, and it's. It's it's funny. I mean, part of me doesn't want to use the word balance, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, it is balanced because it's that. Yeah, it's the, it's the integration. It's, it's trying to fully integrate the professional life with the family life, with um, uh, with your social life, with your you know community life, and with, with everything, and in a way where it doesn't feel um, like you have to sacrifice one in order to to grow another. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of smack dab in the middle of that right now and, and trying to figure out how everything ties together and the, and the right, um, yeah, the right prioritizing and things like that. But, uh, but no, I, lo- I mean, again, I love the idea of tribe again, because that's really, you know, when, you, when we go back to the identity, right, the identity, the identity crisis for whether it's, whether it's the mom or the dad, the men or the women, that's really what it's feeling like you're not attached to a tribe where A, you belong, and B, you actually want to be a part of that tribe. <laughs> you, know, we can, right. you know, you can get lumped into a tribe and be like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this tribe. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is who I am, really. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, for us to, you know, and you just look at sort of the, the political, where we are politically right now, and, and mm-hmm. everyone's sort of trying to find, find their tribe. Um, and so, yeah, that sense, of, that sense of belonging, that sense of safety, um, for you know, I, I know you and I have talked before the the, di- the number of husbands and fathers that you've spoken to, and they all kind of find themselves in this new, interesting space, and yet you yet they feel alone while they're in it. So they're they're desperately needing that tribe. Right. Yeah, because we're used to. I always say, you know, let's go out, kill the woolly mammoths together. You know, you, me four other buddies and we're going to do this thing together. I mean, it's not like I make it sound like it's really going to be a good time. I'm just going to be hard. We're going to bring back the woolly mammoth. We're going to bring the food back. We're going to cook it and we're going to eat it. We're going to get first dibs on it probably because we're cavemen and we're going to bring it back to the family. and We're going to be heroes because we're providing all this food, but we've had that bonding experience. Right. And even a little while ago, we used to, many of us, and a lot of us still do go back go to the work and we have this bonding experience with with men and women of course but there's something unique about the male to male to male experience that a lot of us don't have so much anymore and so there needs to be part of that tribe is is men connecting and it's i think it's really hard to do um but 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 so much a part of our heritage or a DNA or whatever you want to call it, that it needs somehow to be implemented. Because a lot of, I think, like you mentioned, sometimes you're a part of a tribe and you're like, I don't, I kind of want to just be anonymous and I want to be alone. Yeah. But that only works for a while because eventually you start to realize there's part of me missing here. And then you start to reach out and say, oh, I bet I was alone for, for this long, just trying to do my own thing. And it wasn't really working for me. And now I'm realizing the importance of connecting. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, speaking sort of to, to sort of men specifically, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, you look at this from a leadership perspective as well, the, a, the new style of, of what leadership looks, looks like in today's day and age or what it needs to look like in, you know, leaders who are, uh, more transparent, more vulnerable, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and which is obviously a huge generational shift from mm-hmm. uh, the masculine qualities of old to to that blending of the masculine and feminine. 
and actually seeing the strength in the feminine qualities of being able to allow yourself to be vulnerable uh, without feeling like you have to have all of the answers and how, uh, how unifying that can be from a leadership perspective from the people that you work with and, um, and in, in building trust and respect. But I don't think that's any different than in the home, right? You know, the, um, for, uh, for husbands and wives, for men and women to feel like they don't have to just stay behind their defined role. So therefore, there's a little bit of inauthenticity compared to having that safety, you know, that safety um, to to be able to be vulnerable and, um, uh, uh, you know, talk through kind of, you know, what those real feelings look like and feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're if you're together all the time, you, you have lots of opportunities to do that. In theory. <laughs> In theory, <laughs> in theory, uh, it always has to be in kid code. Oh man! Right? Yeah. Or yes, Sorry. or it it, it it boils down to that. Hollister and I have found is uh, locking yourself in the restroom um, with each other <laughs> to try to have a five minute conversation. Uh, but they find you. They always yeah. find you. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? What are you guys doing? What's going on? I heard that. What, what are you guys doing in there? Yeah. So, yes. Um, but before, uh, I'm looking at the time, Perry, and uh, I can feel my laptop, which is, um, it feels like it's going to explode on my lap. So I have a Genius Bar appointment set up here for in a couple of days. Um, uh, but before my computer explodes, uh, uh, Godayo, mm-hmm. tell, us, tell us where that came from. So it came through a, a meditation, prayer, whatever you choose to call it, and a moment of silence and it just it just kind of came to me and I was like well that's not a good word a good name no one's gonna know what that means and so but it's one of those things where it comes to you and it's like well I'm just gonna go with it because it felt like there was some divine origin there it wasn't me just hallucinating and um but the idea is God in you the passage from Luke 17 20 I believe it is uh-huh. uh, the kingdom of God is within you um, that's not saying that you are God but it's saying that there's that there's that essence of the divine that was that is within you and I, I've always liked that quote and and so that's how I brought meaning to that word and that's where it, where it comes from so it's not something that's on the website um, but it's uh, really kind of what this whole thing is yeah, is is about and and you're good to ask that right at the end because it's a good way to summarize. <clears throat> well, you're a good interviewer, Travis. Well, you know, <laughs> 70, 76. The, the first seventy five episodes were brutal, Barry, but <laughs> seventy six, I found my stride. That's what we'll remember this for. Nice. Uh, but no, actually, I love I I love because I actually remember talking to you about um, Godayo early on, and uh, I probably wasn't the best person to to ask about a name considering I also decided to name my company uh, after a confusing title, which is <laughs> Live Yes And, which has been called Live Yes And. Live yes and and yeah. people have also said, well, Live Yes And what? 
And so, so yeah, so, uh, but I can relate to feeling like, no, 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 this is the name. This is what it's supposed to be. Uh, and, I, right. and I love just the, the idea that it, uh, that it comes from that passage and God in you, uh, go die you. And uh, I think it's great. I think it's, uh, it, it's a fun name. Um, it's a unique name. And uh, um, it's got an awesome, awesome backstory to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Perry, uh, where is everyone going to find you online, social media, et cetera? The social media is GoDiyoGo. So G-O-D-I-Y-O-Go, because GoDiyo wasn't as easily available. Um, GoDiyo.com. And, um, yeah, I've got the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter going rocking it and the animations are on youtube correct yep um they they're all on godio.com as well okay and you can download a an up level tracker a pdf and if you keep answering enough emails you'll get one sent to them in your in the mail oh fantastic free we got about 100 copies we're going to send out for free to get the ball rolling i like it well i i recommend everyone to to go to the website uh, download the free ebook, uh, which is great. Uh, which, like I said, you did a beautiful job showing that evolution. And then do what you need to do to get your up level tracker in uh, in bound in spiral bound form, because um, uh, there is something about being able to take a real pen to real paper and check it off and say, "Yes, I did that." Yep. So I can't wait. I can't wait to dig in here uh, July first. Um, and uh, Perry, man, so awesome. Thanks so much for taking the time. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure. And, uh, nice we'll, chatting. I'll do a recap with you after 90 days to, to tell you what I learned. Oh, yeah. Huh? Right? So what is that? July, August. So end of, uh, end of September. End of September. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I can, I can, I can uh, brag my score with everyone and say, yeah. yeah, that's what it should be. It should really be. You should have a high score. Brag. You should have right a leaderboard, yeah. a leaderboard, because that's really <laughs> that's really what this is all about. There was there was a guy who got in our in our Facebook up level tracker uh, Facebook group. He got a seventy six. Really? So, which is a huge score. So, so well, so it sounds like right now that's the high score. Right now, that's the high score. So sure. um, that is what my motive is going to be. It's going to be set the high score. Crush that guy. Crush him. Crush him. That's all <laughs> I want to do is crush that guy. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe not. Uh, uh, awesome, man. Thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, well, hopefully we'll talk before September but uh, or end of September. But um, sure. thanks so much for jumping on. And please, if you're listening, go check it out. Um, it's unique. It's, uh, it, it's inspired, and uh, there's nothing else out there like this right now, Perry. So well on you, man. It's kind of true. It's pretty unique. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome, brother. Have a good day. Thank you so much, Travis. It's a pleasure. I'll talk soon. I'll be at your table. Yeah, I'll be sitting next to you. And when the world ain't righteous, it's raining Canaan. I'll be trying to dance with you